It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I am Todd the Hostor, joined in studio by Mitch Rupert from the Williamsport Sun Gazette, co-hosting today. And joining us on the SECV hotline, John Barchard from BleedingGreenNation.com. Uh, John, LaShawn McCoy is the worst player that ever laced him up. I don't know what his problem is. I don't know who would ever say he was a good football player. You dirty turncoat. You better believe you? it. This is all fantasy <laughs> stuff on this now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did not, uh, did not provide the... Are you in playoffs now, uh, Hoss, or at yeah. this point? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm not happy yeah, about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't really help. And, and unfortunately, and the news came out, you know, a little later after the game, but apparently, you know, LeSean McCoy was excused from practice on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, uh, I guess uh, Ruben Frank from uh, CSN Philly had reported that it's actually his, uh, one of his family members, I believe it was his cousin that had passed away, and he had said he was just unfocused. He was not, wasn't ready for the game. So, I think there was a lot of that, uh, you know, kind of going into it, and you always feel for a guy like that. Um, but overall, it's just as just as the football game can. It, it's so weird. It's a ten point game, but it might as well have been fifty points at some points there because it was just it was very very hard to watch. A lot of you know missed opportunities, and a lot of it is just you got to tip your hat to the Seattle Seahawks. You know, a lot of people thought that uh, that uh, Philly would have the advantage, kind of. With coming in at home, they hadn't seen this offense. Well, you know, the other flip of that coin is the Eagles hadn't seen that type of defense either. So um, they really came out to play, and it was uh, it wasn't a fun Sunday here in Philadelphia, Todd. Not so much. But I'm I'm going to say something that's going to sound really dumb, and and feel free to tell me I'm done to think this. I am very optimistic after that loss because as poorly as the Eagles played, you have to imagine they're not going to play that poorly offensively again. Whether it's Mark Sanchez or Nick Foles at quarterback, it was still only a 10-point game. And they're a Malkin Jenkins pick six away from being a field goal within that Seahawks team. So I'm weirdly optimistic. Is my trust misplaced? Uh, I don't think so. I think if, if you are, I think it's an optimistic viewpoint as far as what their ceiling is. I think it's important that they, you know, this, I, and Mike Kay had said this on our program on BGN Radio. They, they, you're not, this team isn't, wasn't going to run off four games like that, I don't think. So the, the same kind of pattern of winning two, losing one. I, I think when you, when you have these measuring stick games, you saw it against Green Bay, and just like you said, Mitch, you have it here in Seattle. I think that is important, a little optimistic, because look, you went up against the baddest, the baddest defense in the land, 
And if you were able to execute the plays a little better, you would have been able to hang. Um, I, I don't think that Seattle still has that great of an offense, and we kind of said that all all last week of like this wide receiving core is so bad. You have Doug Baldwin and Jermaine Curse and all these other guys, but uh, and for the most part, that's the other thing about it too is uh, this defense really came to play on the Eagles side of the ball too. That that front seven that we've been talking about all year, mm-hmm. Michael Kendricks, Fletcher Cox. I mean, these are going to be two special players. I uh, absolutely. If there's any questions about that, um, that that to me is very optimistic. I think the chances of them making a run, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm anything can happen in the playoffs. You've seen it before, where there's been a bunch of teams that shouldn't, be, you know, shouldn't be in the mix, and crazy things happen because it's a big gamble, and that's in any sport, that's in baseball, that's in anything. So, I, I yeah, I, I get you, Mitch. I, I think that you can have that kind of perspective, but when you go up against, you know, the, the Green Bays and you look at the AFC and you're like, oh, that looks a little scary too. I just don't think that they have enough firepower yet to kind of compete with those teams. Are they a quarterback and a secondary away from being a Super Bowl contender? Yes, absolutely. And this is this is, this is is the other thing that we have, that everybody's been, been saying. And, and for, again, I'll say, I don't think the quarterback actually played that bad yesterday. They just gave up again a couple of big plays there. Uh, refs didn't really help him out either, but uh, that's not what's contributing to the overall loss. Um, uh, at, at this point, and it's it sounds crazy, and I'm um, I am way on board with the hashtag whatever it takes because <laughs> this is this is at a point now where uh, it, it sounds ridiculous, and people always come up with the comparisons of like you don't want to become the Redskins, you don't want to launch all those picks in the RG three, but guys, this is an offensive line that's. This window's closing. I don't think there'll ever be a time where, you know, oh, Chip's past his prime and he has a five-year window and all that stuff. Chip Kelly's a great football coach. The problem is you have Jason Peters getting old. You have Evan Massett since, you know, on the older side. You have uh, a couple of other defensive players. Who knows if Trent Cole's going to be able to stick around here. The players themselves have a window. At this point, are they the complete best team ever? No. But if you were to take, just like you said, Hoss, even even take the the free agency period, which I think is going to have a lot of strong defensive players, maybe you pluck one of those two to fill some holes, and then you kind of put your basket into that Marcus Mariota, who is who is just perfect. It's perfect because the, I, I I don't know if he's going to be an all star NFL quarterback, but what I do know in the Kelly system. And oddly enough, that guy's been playing in it for a long time. That almost seems like a complete no-brainer to say, you know what? Maybe it's not that crazy of an idea to spend three first-round picks and three second-round picks to, to go get your guy and do this thing. Uh, it's unrealistic because of how many people are going to be competing with them, the Jets, the Tampa Bay, all that other stuff. But if there is ever a time and a way to do it, I'm 100% on board with that. I, I don't think you should hunt and peck in the second and third rounds and hope to get lucky. Um, it's not that strong of a QB class, and I, I don't know. I'm all in. I'm ready to go. So <laughs> that's that's just it, – it'll be interesting to see what, what their their theme is. I know that there's been whispers and rumors that Howie Roseman might end up taking the Jets job if that opens up, and I know that – Chip Kelly and Tom Gamble have a stronger relationship right now 
than he does with Howie. I, I don't think they really see eye to eye here. So we'll kind of see how that all plays out in the off season. But um, I, I think this was an important loss uh, just because now I know for a fact that Dallas is going to get killed when they come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chip Kelly is going to Florida anyway, isn't he, John? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's got that going on. Well, boy, oh boy, yeah, that's another... That's another thing that just kind of keeps happening. I think we can finally put that to rest after this year. But, yeah, uh, I believe so. Uh, I, from the mailbag, however, uh, congratulations, John. You have a Dear John letter. Hey, now. Yeah, it pains me to not be able to talk with you today during the show, as there is nothing I would enjoy more than having a nice conversation about the Eagles lost this past weekend. While I would really like to bust on the Eagles, they did lose to a Seattle team that has turned things around, blah, 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 blah. And while I want to gloat about Dallas, the win in Chicago, I understand it's not the same Chicago team from a few years ago that struck fear into his opponents. I will see you next week. Love, Dan, the Air Force recruiter. <laughs> uh, Dan, you can, uh, you can uh, gloat about winning on the road against one of the worst teams in football with a, with a, you know, whatever, whatever you want to make yourself feel better, but 33 <laughs> to 10 in your house. And now you got to come in here. Your defense is not going to get fixed in a week. My friend, 10 days, whatever it takes. <laughs> Tony Romo's got a reported now broken rib. Uh, the, the, you know, he doesn't want to be touched. It's just going to be a lot more of the same. Might not be a blowout, but. Dallas has no chance of winning this game on Sunday. All right, that's coming up Sunday, of course, and that will be at the link. And uh, so it's going to be a great game. Uh, John, we appreciate your time as always. Of course, a uh, great follow on Twitter at John Barchard. And, of course, you have a little radio thing you do down there, right? Yes, uh, at BGN underscore radio for all the diehard Eagles fans. And, of course, we are giving away Cowboys tickets this week if you are interested. Just uh, follow us, retweet the tweet that's on the pin tweet, and uh, we're all good to go. That's it, that's it, my friend. So, hey, Todd, Mitch, I thank you so much for uh, having me on once again. It's our pleasure, John. Thank you much. We'll talk next week. All right. Thanks, Well, Th- Dan will be back in the studio, by the way, next 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 Monday. Oh, excellent. Well, yeah. well picking the rape on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll finish this up by two simple words, saddle up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All, All right. Talk. Thanks, John. John Barcher joining us, of course, on the SECV Hotline on ESPN 92.3, the Valley Sports Leader.